It's your girl, it's your girl, it's your girl, it's your girl, it's your girl. What's up, everybody? I am still quarantined, <laughs> just like you. So you know what? I have plenty of time to talk to you, and I just wanted to come on and encourage you so that we can come out of this corona thing all in one piece, y'all, with our health still intact. So that's what your girl is for. But let me start off, just in case this is your first time listening to my podcast, and thank you so much for listening. My name is Judy Hepburn, and... I am a health and wellness advocate. I advocate for those that cannot, will not, or don't know how to advocate for their own health. That's what your girl is for, and I am having a blast doing that. And one of the reasons why I have decided to make this a lifetime journey is because in 2016, the doctor had told me that I was at high risk for heart attack or stroke. So when I was able to um, get my health back, I want to share that same information that saved my life. I want to share it with the world because you don't have to suffer with a lot of these diseases if you change your lifestyle. So y'all, that's what your girl did and that's why I am here talking to you during this critical time in this whole world where corona is affecting so many people. I just want to show you how we can really come out of this. We're going to be okay. This too will pass, but I want to show you how to come out of this healthy. So my topic today for this um, podcast is, can food be an idol? Wow. When I thought about that, I was like, can it? Can it really? Well, I'm glad you asked, can food be an idol? Let me tell you what the dictionary says an idol is. It's something that you are devoted to. What? That's an idol. Something that you are devoted to. And it it can be a person. It can be a place. It can be a thing. Like, what are you most devoted to? That can be an idol, according to the dictionary. But now, let me tell you what the Bible says about idols. Because it's almost two different things here. The Bible's definition of an idol is an image of a false god. Little g, small g, a false God. Something that is not really God, but it's a false God in your life. Something that you have put in the place of God. You know, we all have this void in our soul, in our in our body, in our mind that only God can fill. So when we place something else where God should be, then that would be considered an idol God because God should, God should be the only person that's filling a God space, right? Like I wouldn't want my children going around calling someone else mom when, Hey y'all, I'm mom. Like, hello, don't let nobody else come and fill my space in your life as a mom, right? So that's how, that's, that's what the Bible is saying here that when we Um, replace God with something else, person, place, or thing, then it becomes an idol, okay? So I'm glad I could clear that up for you because I know for a fact that anybody in their right mind do not want to replace God. Why? Because that doesn't sound like the thing you want to do because y'all listen, we need him. We need him. We not only need him for our health and wellness journey, y'all, we need him to breathe every day. We need him to um, have the use of activities of our limbs. We actually need God for pretty much everything. I couldn't do nothing. I still can't do nothing without him. So let's remember that we don't want to replace God. I'm telling you, 
Azam, have you made food an idol? Do you really think that food can be an idol? Well, I'm glad you asked because we can definitely make food an idol if we replace food with where God is supposed to be. Like I told you earlier, it can be a person, place, or thing. Food is a thing. So if we think more about food than we think about God, then we have replaced God in our life for food. St. Matthew 6 and 21 says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Is your heart more towards food or is your heart more towards God? Because I know when I started my health and wellness journey on September the 13th of 2016, right after getting that news from my doctor about having a heart attack or stroke, and he had given me Lipitor to take, thinking I was going to take Lipitor, y'all, right, for the rest of my life. But I made a conscious choice that that was not the way I had planned living my life. I am 61 years old now. I feel, listen y'all, seriously, I feel better now at 61 than I have ever, ever, ever felt in my whole entire life. Why? Because I decided to take my health back and be in control. I decided not to make food an idol because I know that I know that I know in my knower that I need God to help me on this health and wellness journey in order to make this thing successful. So that's why I'm talking to you about not um, making food an idol. People spend lots of money and time on food. They will get the best of food. They will get the best of everything, but then give God leftovers. Come on, y'all. Come on now. That, that's what happens, right? Do you want people's leftovers all the time? No, I don't even want my own leftovers all the time. So just imagine, you know, someone calling you every day. Oh, girl, I cooked something three or four days ago. Um, do you want it? No. Who wants somebody else's leftovers? We don't even want to eat our own leftovers. So God don't want to be a leftover in our life. God is our comfort and guide. So why would we want to save him for last? Stop making food such a priority until you just push God to the back burner. And you know what? It's not so much we're doing this for God. We are doing this for ourselves so that God can lead and guide us and show us how to have a successful health and wellness journey. Do not, I repeat, you do not want to make idol a God. Um, these are times, these are times when, when God wants to hear from us. Um, he's a good good father. Don't you want your children to come to you when they need something? Wouldn't you feel awfully bad to find out that your children were in great need and then they went to someone else, right? Would you enjoy that? Would you like that? How do you think God feels when we need health and then we turn to food? You know, a lot of people turn to food when they're sad. Like if something um, drastic happens in their life, when they're sad, they turn to food and they eat. When they're depressed, they turn to food and they eat. Some people eat um, uncontrollably when they're happy. And some people eat uncontrollably when they're bored. Where is the line? Where are we going to draw the line? So no matter what is happening in your life, you find a reason to eat. They eat at weddings, they eat at funerals, they eat at parties, they eat at work all day. You eat at home because we're quarantined. It's just like a, a vicious cycle. It just goes on and on and on and on. Where does it stop? Where do we, we put God in the place of food where he actually belongs? Has, has food become your God? Small G, has food become your God?
No matter how sick you are, no matter what the doctors have have told you, some people still turn to food for comfort. What's up with that, y'all? Come on now. The doctor done told you, you you one hamburger away from diabetes and you eat 10 hamburgers. What are you thinking? Like the doctors don't know what they're talking about or do you even care? So this is what is making me know that this is not a conscious thing that people are doing. Like this is like real, like the food has really become an idol in so many people's lives. Just like when you get good food, right? You want to tell everybody. You just go around to, oh man, you should have tasted this fried chicken I got from this restaurant. Man, it was the bomb.com. Like you just go around telling everybody. You post about it on, on Facebook. You you do um, Facebook lives. You just do lives about it. Why? Because you feel like you found something that was really, really good, right? Well, that's what we should be doing about Jesus. Jesus is the best thing that could ever happen to any of us because we need him not only for our health and wellness journey, but y'all, we need him for everything. Spreading the word about Jesus is better than spreading unhealthy recipes and meals to our families. You're spreading all of this stuff to your family. People are um, feeding their kids the same way that they're eating. Why? Because food have become an idol. That's why so many people, no matter what the doctors have told them, what the doctors have said to them, they still continue this, this vicious cycle over and over and over again of unconsciously eating whatever they feel like it. We serve food to our families and friends, but we don't serve God. Not just not serving God ourselves, but we don't even serve him as we serve meals to our family and friends. While you're handing your, your children that fried chicken, you should, be ha- you should be handing them health and wellness and telling them about Jesus. Don't you want your children to live long and strong? Don't you want your grandchildren to live long and strong? Matter of fact, don't you want to live long and strong. I focus on my health and wellness, not so much for my children, not so much much for my grandchildren. Y'all, I honestly enjoy breathing. I enjoy when I wake up in the morning, I wake up. I'm so happy when my name is on the wake up list. Why? Because I'm consciously putting into my body what what I want to get out. We magnify and we glorify. Some people magnify and they glorify food, right? Um, they post about it. They do Facebook's live. They even sacrifice for it. Y'all, do y'all know that some people will spend their last nickel, their last dime on going to restaurants. They will spend their mortgage money, their rent money, their food money that they should be going to the grocery store, y'all, purchasing healthier meals to come home and cook for your family. Stop eating out to every restaurant that you pass. You know, because you don't know what's in that food. You don't know how much cholesterol is in it. You don't know how much sodium they've put in it. You don't really know the ingredients that's in it, but you're taking it home or eating it in your car. You're consuming something that you have no clue what is in it. But in the long run, if you are putting unhealthy foods in your body over and over and over again, you are destroying. Let me repeat that. You are destroying your body, you will have or continue to have dis-ease in your body. What is dis-ease? Dis-ease is when your body is not at ease. That's why you have disease because your body is not at ease. 
You need to eat to live, not live to eat. See, that's how you know when someone has made food their idol. Because they don't eat to live. They live to eat. They think about food all day long. Some people think about what they're going to eat while they're eating. Come on, y'all. We got to do better. And let's say you're going to concentrate on food, right? Make sure you're trying to eat healthier foods. If you just got to have that fried chicken, you go home and put it in the oven and fry it yourself. That way you will know exactly what is in that fried chicken, what is in that fried foods, because you're going to take it home. You're going to put it in the oven and put your little olive oil on it and season it the way you usually would season your food or, or season it better than what you usually would season it. Stop eat, using all this accent salt, this um, onion salt, this garlic salt. Why y'all need so many different salts on one piece of chicken? Stop it. It's killing you slowly. It's like committing slow suicide. Stop it. You need to start thinking about starting a health and wellness journey today. But the reason why we can't replace God with food is because we need God to help us on this health and wellness journey. Y'all, when I first started this journey, I had to pray and ask God. I said, God, I said, I have no clue what I'm doing. I just know I need to be healthier because I don't want to die of a heart attack. I don't want to die of a stroke. I definitely don't want to be a slave to medication for the rest of my life. And then I just felt like that Lipitor would shorten my lifespan. So I decided after taking that Lipitor one night, I didn't have peace in my heart, y'all, about taking that Lipitor. So that's when I decided for myself that I need to take control of my own health. It's not my doctor's responsibility. <clears throat> it's not my doctor's responsibility. It's not my children's responsibility. My health and wellness is no one's responsibility but mine. That's why I need to have God in his rightful place in my life, period, hands down for real. So once we put God in charge of our health and wellness, in charge of our life and put food where it belongs in our life, in a healthy compartment versus in God's compartment, he will help us on this health and wellness journey. He will lead and guide us into all truth. His word says that y'all, and he is not a man that he should lie. He, his word will never come back to him void. He said he is the way, the truth and the light. So, <clears throat> so we need to really depend on him. He made our bodies y'all. Woo woo. And he knows how to help us to maintain it. If you were born with a healthy body, that means you jacked it up, boo. You ruined it. So it is your responsibility to make it better, right? When the doctors told me that in 2016, I was healthy. I was born healthy. I jacked my health up, so I felt like it was my responsibility. Yo, yo, chop, chop. Let's get it together, Judy. You know, because a um, heart attacks and strokes and Lipitor... Do not have an age. You're not too old. You're not too young. You know, some people think, oh, I'm only 15. You know, this doesn't apply to me. Oh, boo-boo. Oh, it applies to you because some young kids have um, childhood diabetes. Some young kids have some of these diseases, high cholesterol and all that. You know why? And you'll go to the doctor and they'll tell you that this stuff is hereditary. But what's making it hereditary is that you and your whole entire family eat the same way. So that's why the doctors are, are telling you that these things are, are hereditary because all of y'all in the family have the same diseases. 
only because all of y'all are eating the same foods, eating the same way. All of you guys have made food your God, period. So this is where the buck stops is with me. Heart attacks, strokes, kidney failure, a lot of those diseases were hereditary, are hereditary in my family, but they are not hereditary in my life. You get it? That's how this works. Just because your mama, your daddy, your cousin, your sister, your brother, your nieces, your nephews, your uncles, your, your daddy, your cat, your dog, all of those had those diseases does not mean, boo, that you have to have it too. If you decide today that you are going to take your health back, you're going to place God as first in your life, and you're going to do this his way and make him God of your life instead of food, you will see that you can turn your health around just like I did. Like I said, I am 61 years old and I promise you I feel so much better than I ever did. But we have to let God help us. He won't override our will to overeat or to or to eat unhealthy foods. He is a gentleman. He is a God that will not override your will. He has given us a, a free will. He told us to choose ye this day whom you're going to serve. Are you going to serve God or you're going to serve food? Who, 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 who you plan on serving? Food is, food can't save you. Food is only damaging your body if you're putting all the wrong foods in your life. Have food replaced God in your life? Think about that. Think about it. Exodus 20 and 3 tells us thou shall not, thou shall have no other gods before me. God doesn't like the fact that you put other gods before him. Why? Because he is God and God alone, y'all. Some teach their children about food, but don't teach them about God. I let me listen, let me tell y'all. Let me let me reiterate this. I am a health and wellness advocate that love the Lord. You know, I'm not trying to make you feel like this health and wellness journey is easy or that it has been easy for me. Y'all, I work on this health and wellness wellness journey every single day of my life. Every day that I wake up, all during the day, even at night, I am conscious of what I am putting into my body. And so that's how I can stay on this health and wellness journey. I pray every single day, God, give me the wisdom knowledge and power on how to maintain my health. God, I cannot do this without you. None of us can. That's why you should not diet because diet just means, let's say you have a a weight goal that you want to get to. Once you reach that weight goal on your diet, where are you going from there? That's why it doesn't profit you to diet. Where are you going to go after you um, reach your goal? Let's say you wanted to lose 20 pounds, okay, on a diet. And you reach that you reach that goal, and now where do you go? That's why you have to make this a, a lifetime journey, a health and wellness journey. Stop sneak eating, y'all. This one lady told me, so it's so funny, it's so hilarious. That when she goes upstairs to go to bed, her husband goes downstairs and cook up all, you know, all this different kind of foods and he eat while she sleep. You know what, y'all? You can sneak, you can sneak eat from your family and your friends, but your body will tell on you every single time. Honey, when you go back to the doctor and you have that lipid panel done and you have your blood work done and your cholesterol sky high is through the roof. Let me tell y'all, my cholesterol, the reason why he gave me Lipitor, 
My cholesterol was 293, y'all, and it should not be over 200. So he had given me Lipitor to take, thinking that I was going to take that Lipitor for the rest of my life. But I made a conscious decision that that is not how I want to live my life. So you need to stop sneak eating, thinking that your your body don't know. Honey, God sees you and your body see you too. Your body going to sneak eat. Then your family still going to know because once you get in the hospital or you are flat on your back because you done consumed all this pork, you done consumed all this macaroni and cheese, you done consumed all this fried chicken, and now your blood done thicken, thicken up, and the blood clots are all in your body, and you're having heart attack and stroke-like symptoms, and you're on all this medication, <coughs> where they're going to have to give you more medication to take care of the symptoms, the side effects of the first medication. Now you're on 10 different medications with a thousand different side effects. And now it's like a domino effect. You just get worse and worse and worse. Y'all, aren't you tired of everything on your body aching? Your legs hurt, your knees hurt, your feet are swollen, your back hurt, your eyeballs hurt, your ears hurt, the hair on your head hurt. Come on, when are you going to get it, get it? I wish there was some magic word that I can say, but I don't know one. This is work. Health and wellness is work. I work on it every single day. Is it easy? Heck to the no, it's not easy. When I first started this health and wellness journey, y'all, I would be walking through the store literally with tears flowing down my face. Why? Because I was hungry had money in my pocket, but didn't have no clue of what to buy from the store. I would call my children on the phone in tears, telling them how hungry I am, but I refused to eat the wrong thing. So I had to come home, research y'all, research, research. Google is a woman. She knows everything. She is your friend, boo. Go home and Google heart attack. Go home and Google um, strokes. Go home and Google that medication the doctor's giving you. Look up the word that the doctor told you that you have. Look up these diseases so you will be aware. Do you know applied knowledge is power? Not just knowing, because when you go to the doctor, you know, but now you have to apply the knowledge that you have gone home and researched. I came home and I researched heart attack. I came home and I researched stroke. I came home and I researched Lipitor and I found out that if I took all this medication, that in the long run, it would be do more damage to my body than it would do good. So I made a conscious choice that y'all, come on, like I didn't wanna be a slave to this medication for the rest of my life. So I figured if I didn't start, and start a health and wellness journey, it would benefit me more in the long run. And that's exact, exactly what it has done. When I go back to my doctor now, I get a clean, clean bill of health. My doctor is still amazed after all these years. Like, Judy, how do you maintain your health? Honey, honey, I maintain my health every single day because I don't eat like I'm in a, like, like I'm eating, uh, like I'm in a coma. Like stop eating like you're unconscious of what you're doing. You know exactly when you frying that chicken or when you go into the, go into the restaurant and you're ordering that fried chicken, you know very well what you are doing, but just because food has become an idol God in your life, you almost don't have control over it. I've heard people saying, Oh my God, but this food is just so good. Like I can't help myself. 
Of course you can't help yourself. It has taken control over your body. It has taken control of your mind. It has taken control of your heart. So therefore you don't have control of it because food has become your God, little G. And it's taken the place of God, capital G-O-D, and that's not where food belongs. Food belongs way up under God so that when we cry out to God for help, he will come to our rescue. God is not obligated to you if you are not obligated to him. Stop sneak eating, y'all. It's not going to benefit you. What it is going to do is damage your body more and more and more. When you go back to the doctor and get that blood test done, it's going to tell on you every time. It's going to tell the things that you've been sneaking and putting in your body that your family don't know anything about. Riding around with all this, this Pepsi and all these pops and sodas and poisons in your trunk so that your family won't know that you're eating and drinking it. Stop it. Stop it. Your body knows you ain't tricking nobody. You know, the only person you're in competition with is yourself. You just want to do better today than you did yesterday. Don't compete against other people. Don't look at what other people are doing as far as their health and wellness is concerned. If they decide to put food as their idol God, that doesn't mean you have to because you need God to help you on this journey. Our bodies, y'all, were really created to heal themselves. Period. And the reason why our bodies are no longer healing itself because we are not putting the things in our body that will cause our bodies to heal itself. So if we do things the Bible way, our bodies will line up with the word of God and we won't have to worry so much about why is my body falling apart? Because like I say all the time, I am 61 years old. It is my 61 years old responsibility, y'all. It's my responsibility right now to take care of my 81-year-old self, my 80-year-old self. If I wait until I turn 80 and every single thing on my body is hurting, if every disease that you can name, the doctors has said I had it, what good is it if I want to live long and strong into my 80s, I want to be healthy. I have to start this journey now. Y'all start your health and wellness journey now. It's not too early. You're not too young. You're not too old. I don't care if you're 90. If you still have a pulse, you still need to be on a health and wellness journey. Period. I've heard another lady say, well, if we already have all these diseases, what good is it to eat healthy? That is crazy. First of all, a, cra a crazy response to health and wellness because listen, what health and wellness will do, even though the doctors told you you already have all these things, it will slow down the progression of it. If your cholesterol is already 293 like mine, do you want it to get to be 400? If you, if you um, start this health and wellness journey now and start putting healthier foods into your body now, you can stop these diseases from getting worse so fast. Our bodies were made to heal themselves but we have to come in in we have to come in partnership with God in order for our bodies to heal itself um we'll get the right things out of our bodies if we put the right things in in like our doctor's reports we will get better doctor reports if we did the right things by our bodies if we do God's if we do it God's way y'all guess what boo guess what we are guaranteed Heed good health. God has guaranteed. He said, um, my beloved, I wish above all things, all things that you may prosper 
and be in health even as your soul prosper. Look, y'all, he's covered all bases, spirit, soul, and body. He wants us. God is the he that I'm talking about. He wants us to live a healthy life. Why were people in the Bible living to be eight and 900 years old? Moses, um, Noah was 600 years old when God told him to build an ark. And they was, guess what y'all? They were still having babies into their hundreds. I'm like, what the world? Some of us can't even live to be a hundred. Why? Because we are not doing it the Bible way. We have to take our health back and be in control of what we're doing. Yup, like I said, I've heard people say, oh, the food is so good, right? But God is good too. Try him. I'm telling you, I promise. If you take food out of God's spot, you will see that he is just as good or if not even better than that fried chicken that you're depending on for your for your health and and that what it's doing though it's not giving you good health it's giving you the very opposite of what you really want better than any food you can get he won't make you fat let me repeat that God won't make you fat he won't make you sick and tired he won't make you tired and sick aren't you really sick and tired of being sick and tired or if you're not when do you plan on getting sick of sick and tired of being sick and tired but I think my own personal opinion, you're not too sick and tired of being sick and tired until you do something about it. Change isn't change until you change, period. You, you know, I hear some people talk a good game. Yeah, the doctor told me I have high cholesterol, I have diabetes, I have all these illnesses, and I don't want it. Well, listen, your action speaks louder than words. If your doctor told you you have diabetes and you still eating all those sweets, all those chocolate cakes and all this candy and eating all this bad food, your words are saying one thing, but your actions are saying something else. Actions speak louder than words. Line your actions up with your words. If you don't want all these sicknesses, if you don't want all these diseases, change your actions. Am I saying it's easy? I already told you. Heck to the no, it's not easy. Y'all, I've been doing this since 2016. It gets easier, but it's not easy. You know, I don't go in the stores anymore crying and praying and asking God, what should I order? What should I get from the store? You know why? Because I've been doing this long enough now to know that I need to buy healthier foods from the store. I know when I go into the store not to buy those chicken wings because they're full of grease under that skin. I know to get the best... Um, chicken breast that I can find because that's a little healthier for me. I know that when I'm eating eggs that I need to take the yolk out because it's full of cholesterol. I know not to put that pork in my greens if I'm going to cook greens. I know this. I didn't know this when I first started this journey. That's why your girl is here to try to encourage you and to give you information that I've researched. Y'all listen, I have done over half the work for you. I wish to God many a days that I had have had someone to slap me into reality like I'm trying to slap you into reality. I wish to God many a days that I had a Judy in my life to tell me when I first started this journey and walking through Walmart crying, I wish I had somebody to say, hey, let me tell you some of the things that you um, can buy to, to eat healthy. Let me tell you something. Listen, y'all, I wrote a health and wellness cookbook. If you're interested in my cookbook, go to my website, www.judyinthekitchen.com. Judyinthekitchen.com. You will find all my amazing recipes. The name of my book is Save Your Life, y'all, because those are the recipes 
and the food that I ate in order to save my own life. And I promise you, if you decide that you want to save your life from all of these diseases, you will. So go to my website and get my cookbook. Y'all, I'm not selling just cookbooks. I'm selling health and wellness. I am sincerely concerned about your health. You don't have to do your family an injustice by consuming all this bad food. Then they have to stand around your hospital bed and watch you suffer and possibly watch you die, y'all. It's so unfair to your children that when you become 80 and they become 30 and 40 years old, they have to forsake their families to come and take care of you because they're your, because you are their parent. What child would really want to see their parents suffer and then don't go to help them? So do your family a justice by taking care of yourself while you are able to. Better than any food you can get, he won't make you sick and sick and tired and don't really know what's in this food. You're consuming all this garbage, y'all. And then I hear people say, after they eat all this stuff, right? Oh man, I'm sick. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm sick as a dog. Well, listen, if you are consuming dog food, what do you expect? You have no idea what you just put in your body with all this trans fat, with all this saturated fat, with all this um, poison and toxins and and all this different food. Read your labels. If your label that you're eating the food, it has a million different ingredients, put it back. It has too much stuff in it, in it for you to be consuming it. Put it back. Make sure you are getting something with as less ingredients in it as possible. If you're looking for spaghetti sauce, keep reading. Or a matter of fact, do your research before you leave home. What's the best, what's the healthiest spaghetti sauce should I be getting when I do go to the store so that you're not spending three times as long in the grocery store because you're still trying to figure it out. Research, research, research. Make sure you're meal prepping. Make sure you're making out a plan. Make sure you have your list when you go in the grocery store so you know exactly what kind of spaghetti sauce you're going to get. You're going to know exactly what kind of um, um, meat you need to get for your spaghetti. You're going to know what's the best pasta for you to get. Why? Because you are going to do your your research before you leave home. See, that's why some people get frustrated in the grocery store because you're not prepared to shop. Prepare yourself to shop before you even go into the grocery store. When I tell y'all that it's so much easier than trying to figure it out once you get in the store, I promise you, if you research before you go, you it won't be so frustrating to go into the store. Do y'all realize that our bodies are the temple of God? We are the church, y'all. Our body are the church. We are the temple of God. We need to treat our bodies like we are the temple of God. He wants to dwell in us, y'all, but we have to let him. He is such a gentleman. He is not going to force himself on any of us. We have to invite him in, but he doesn't want to dwell in an unclean temple, period. He's not going to break in. Hello. He's not a thief. That's what the thief comes to do. The thief comes to steal kill and destroy but God has come that we might have life and have life more abundant what is abundant life y'all it's a healthy body it includes a healthy body I know for some food is an addiction I know it you've settled in your mind you've settled in your heart that you just can't help it so you continue every day to worship food and throw God aside like leftovers or even you throw him aside like he's trash. Oh my God. 
Who would really want to do something like that to God consciously? But when you make food an idol God in your life, that is exactly what you are doing to God. Um, capital G. That's what you're definitely doing to capital G God, the only God that we should be serving. You have to practice, practice self-control. Practice doesn't make perfect. It just makes better. You get better and better. The longer you practice, the better you will get. Um, do self-control and discipline. If you know that you are a, a constant eater, stay out of the kitchen. Don't go in your kitchen all day, all night. Set you some kitchen hours. That's what I had to do during this quarantine. I had to say, okay, my kitchen hours are from noon to 8 p.m. Don't go in the kitchen until noon. Get out of the kitchen at 8 o'clock. It makes it easier for you not to be snacking and cooking all day. Let me tell you another, another thing I started doing. I brush my teeth before I go to bed at night. So I will brush my teeth early just to make sure I don't eat anything else because I don't want to have to brush my teeth again. So brush your teeth early so that you can stop eating all night long. Because let's say you brushed your teeth, right? And then you eat some potato chips or whatever it is you're going to snack on a piece of cake. Then you got to brush your teeth again. Who feel like doing all that? So incorporate some of those things in, into your daily routine. Set your kitchen hours, brush your teeth early. And I promise you, if you do this consistently, if you do this every night, I'm promising you, it will make such a difference in your life. If you can work in other areas of, if these, if discipline and control works in other areas of your life, why can't it work with food? We're disciplined and have control when we're at work, right? Right? You're disciplined. You get up every morning and you go to work when you have to go to work, right? You you um extend self-control at work. Like a lot of times you feel like cussing somebody out or telling somebody off. But because you're at work and you need that job to pay your bills, you you um you you use self-control, right? So use self-control and discipline when you're at home or when it comes down to food. If on your job they're always constantly ordering lunch, oh, you want pizza, you want chicken wings, you want this. If you are prepared to eat healthy, if you have taken your food from home that you've already pre-made, you won't have to worry about falling into that trap because I know at work people are always constantly ordering lunch. Every single day you can find someone at work that's ordering lunch. But if you already have your food at work and you're already prepared to eat your own healthy foods, then you're not tempted to, to say, oh yeah, I'll order pizza or I'll order some chicken. No, you won't have that temptation because you are already prepared. We have to remember God just like we remember to stop to these restaurants and get all this food, y'all. Remember that we need him. We need him. We need him because without him, we cannot make this a successful health journey. It's virtually impossible for you to do this without God. Capital G, when I am talking about God, I'm talking about the one and only the almighty God. Our topic is is talking about um, food being our idol God, the little G, because, because because we need to concentrate on God and God alone. And so how do we make this better? How you, and I'm glad you asked, how do I um, make this better? How can I stop making um, food my idol God? Well, Ezekiel 14 and six, see, we gotta go back to the Bible. We gotta go back to the word of God. Ezekiel 14 and six tells us to repent. What does repent 
mean? It means to change your mind. That just means I repent. I'm changing my mind about the way I think about food. Because you know what, y'all? I've discovered since 2016 when I had to change my mind. Once you change your thinking about food and the relationship that you've always had with food, you have to change your thinking, which is repenting, before you can change your life. You have to adopt a new relationship with food. Some people are so used to having un, um, um, abusive relationships with people until they've taken that same relationship into their food relationship. Because if you're, if you're a type of person that accepts unhealthy relationships, then you'll accept an unhealthy um, relationship with food. And that's what's causing all these diseases to pop up in your life. Aren't you tired of being sick? My God, I can't even imagine suffering for years. I know this one lady that's only a year older than I am. She said pain has just become her norm. Like she suffers every every single minute of every day of every hour. Do you want that to be you? I don't. I refuse to live in pain. So repent. That's how you're going to stop making food your idol God. Repent. Change your mind about food and then turn yourself from your idol God. That's what Ezekiel 14 in the Bible tells us. Ezekiel 14 and 6 tells you to repent and turn yourself from your idols. That's how you're going to do it. You got to change your thinking and then you can change your life. You not only will change your your food, the way you're thinking about food. When I tell you this health and wellness journey will change more than just your food. It will change your mindset. It will change your relationships because now you will no longer be feeding your children or and your grandchildren the way you've been eating. You know, you'll break this curse It'll stop right at you. You know, you won't have to worry about your, your children and your grandchildren getting all these, these diseases if you train them up now. Ezekiel speaks on the idols in the heart. Wow. Is that power, powerful is, or, or not? Is food in your heart where God is really supposed to be? Have you placed food in the place in your heart where we really need God to be in our heart, y'all? I'm telling you, this is a heart thing. It may not feel like it. It may not seem like it. But having this connection with food is a heart thing. Put God where he's supposed to be and put food where it's supposed to be. It's like a win-win situation. If you do these things, you know, it's like putting first things first, right? God should be first in our life. Putting first things first, you should be second in your life. You should be the most important thing or person in your life. You take care of everybody else. You take care of your, your children, now your grandchildren. You take care of your car, your home, your hair, your teeth, your everything, everything and everybody, right? But what about you? What about making yourself a priority? What about you saying, hey, you know what? I love my children. I love my grandchildren, but guess what, boo? I love me more than I love all y'all. You know why? Because if I'm not here, if I misuse and abuse my body and I have a heart attack, I have a stroke, I, I have all of these different things, then I am no good to my family. I had to discover that y'all for myself. I don't care how much you love your family and your friends or whoever, your spouse, you are no good to nobody if your body is all broke down. If you land in a hospital, and having all of these surgeries and, and you flat on your back and you're in pain. Cause listen, I don't care y'all how much 
your family loves you. They cannot feel the pain that you will feel when you're laying in that hospital bed. They cannot, you, you, they feel in pain because they're feeling sorry for you, but the physical pain, the physical symptoms, all this medication and, and all this stuff that the doctors are doing, they are only doing it to you. So, and then you're doing your family such a disservice, y'all, such a disservice. I, it was so bad, I watched the lady take her last breath, saw her children, and her grandchildren standing at her bedside watching her die. That was the first time I ever saw someone take their last breath. You know why? Because the doctors had told her that if you take one more drink that you're going to die. You are killing yourself. But did she believe it? No. Did she take that one more drink? Yes. Did it cost her her life? Absolutely. But it also cost her children and her grandchildren and her family to have to stand there and watch all this happen. Stop doing this to your family stop making your family have to stop their lives to see about you or to take care of you when you can live long when you can live strong my mom is 80 something years old i think 83 84 85 80 something she still takes care of herself you know why because in her late 80s she finally got it she didn't always get it this is why i'm telling you that you're not too old you know my mother is 80 something years old and she finally got it in her 80s that hey it is time for me to do a health and wellness check and so that's and so that's what she did and so listen so you have to no matter how old you are no matter what is going on just make sure you are taking care of yourself make sure listen y'all connect with me on all social medias on facebook on youtube and just make sure when you go to my youtube channel please make sure you subscribe and follow me on instagram and of course on anchor and my and my and my podcasts are my podcasts are also available on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. So you can also um, join, listen to my podcast there. Make sure you visit my website to get my cookbook. Thanks for listening, guys, to this podcast. I pray it will be a blessing to you and your family. Please share this with your family and friends. And always, always remember that health is wealth so take care of yourself and cook healthy meals for you and your family i'll talk to you in my next podcast thank you so much for joining bye bye